We'll read a verse found in Second Chronicles tonight, Second Chronicles chapter seven and verse fourteen. If my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven. What a wonderful gospel we have. A living way. A living God. A living faith. And how wonderful that He calls us to pray. What a privilege it is to pray. What a privilege it is to draw close to God in prayer. And I'll tell you a secret. You know, the more that you pray, the more you will love to pray. Did you know that? The more that you make an effort to draw close to God, the more you love to do so. The more that we read God's Word and truly study it with a sincere heart, just wanting to know God, just wanting to know what the Word is really saying to us, the more interested we will become in it. It's really wonderful. It's a living Word, and the Lord has given us His life within us. He quickens us. He strengthens us. And here we have a promise that if we would just make an effort... Just make an effort. Shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face. I will hear, he says. I will hear. We can be confident in that. When the Lord says that he will do something, he'll do it. When the Lord does something, it's done. And we're so thankful that we know that. All of us here have a testimony. All of us here know what God has done. We know what he's brought us through. We know yet the things that we want to see Him do, that we need Him to do, but we're confident He will do those things. But He calls us to pray. He calls us to pray. There's no such thing as a praying man or woman without prayer. There's no such thing as uh, gaining the wisdom and knowledge of God without studying His Word, is there? Age doesn't necessarily equate to godly wisdom and knowledge, does it? No, there has to be an effort somewhere. We have to take the time. We have to uh, make a decision that this is what we're going to do. And we seek the Lord. We seek His face. And when we do that, God says, He will hear. And that's encouraging to us because we need to know that God is going to hear. But He doesn't just hear. He follows through. God follows through and He works. He says, I will hear. Read that verse again. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. When God answers prayer, we're not the only ones that know it. When God saved you, you weren't the only one that knew it. Other people knew it. God has a work to do for people that will take the time to pray, for people that are interested from people that will turn aside, uh, for people that will uh, make the effort to find out what God wants to do for them. I was thinking about Hannah in 1 Samuel. We find that account. And she was in a unique situation where she was not able to have children. But it was more than that in the nation of Israel. She was condemned by her peers. She was looked on as somebody who uh, had uh, sinned perhaps and God had for lack of a better word, put a curse upon her. There was something wrong between her and God. There was was really uh, no hope for her. 
It was something she couldn't get away from. Um, she was mocked. And it broke her heart and it brought her to tears and her life was miserable and she wanted to be out from under this. There was nothing she could say to prove otherwise. If they wanted to say that she was cursed of God, well, what could she say? She knew that wasn't the case, but they believed that that was the truth. And so what could she do? She went to God is what she did. And we find her in the temple one day praying and crying and pouring her heart out to God. It tells us that she wept sore. She was praying. She needed help. She wanted to be out from under all of these these things that were plaguing her, the things that she heard and uh, the, the circumstance that she was in. She wanted God to somehow bring her through. And she did make a vow. If you will give me a son, I will dedicate him to your service. She poured her heart out to God and then we read that she was praying quietly. She was just... Her mouth was moving, but there was no noise. And we see Eli, the priest, he didn't really seem to understand some things perhaps. He was a kind man, but he seemed to be really out of touch. He saw her and he thought he was being a kind man by encouraging her that she shouldn't drink so much. Talk about out of touch. This was a woman who had been reaching out to God. This was a woman who had a burden and she knew that if she cried out to God, there was a God that would hear. And that was important. Not just hear, but a God that would follow through. Well, she explained to him a little bit of the circumstance and he said, the Lord grant thee thy petition. And that was it. But that was enough. And God did answer her prayer. God did grant her, her petition. God did honor her request. And she followed through on her end. And she dedicated Samuel to the work of the Lord. And God honored Samuel. It tells us that uh, Samuel, uh, the Lord honored him and none of his words fell to the ground. He was a godly man. He occupied the, the office of uh, priest as well. And for, for 40 years or so, he, he ruled Israel. He directed Israel. And when people wanted prayer, they went to Samuel. In fact, it tells us, I believe, about the third chapter that all of Israel already knew that God had raised up Samuel. Well, that was God's doing. And it goes all the way back to Hannah just trying to get a prayer through. God honored her and God honored Samuel. And for 40 years, Israel knew what God did for Hannah because of Samuel. And I'm telling you that when God answers your prayer, everybody's going to know when God does a thing, it's done. And when God's people are interested, God will come through. When God's people want to get a prayer through, you can get a prayer through. You can touch heaven. God will work in your life. God will do the thing that you need Him to do. That's why God invites us. If my people that are called by my name, if they will seek my face, I will hear from heaven. God is looking for people that will pray. God is looking for people that will seek His face. And we love the Lord. But there are so many distractions. But we, we want to see God work in our own life. And we have to pray and then we have to continue to pray. We have to develop a habit of prayer and we have to understand what we're praying for. We know that God answers prayer and we know that when He does a thing, it's done. Jesus said, the last day of the feast, it tells us, I believe it's in John, He said, if any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. And out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. And this He spake of the Holy Ghost that was not yet given. But what was He saying? He was saying, come unto Me. We have to get to where Jesus is. We want to get to where He is. 
We want to, to take the steps and do what we need to do to get to where He is. God is so faithful, always inviting us to pray, always inviting us to draw close to Him, and He stands ready. He will not only hear, He will follow through. And He'll do a work in our lives that we know it has been done. Isaiah 41, starting at verse 17, When the poor and needy seek water and there is none, and their tongue faileth for thirst, I, the Lord, will hear them. I, the God of Israel, will not forsake them. I will open rivers and high places and fountains in the midst of valleys. I will make the wilderness a pool of water and the dry land springs of water. He goes on, I will plant in the wilderness the cedar, the sheeta tree, and the myrtle, and the oil tree. I will set in the desert the fir tree and the pine and the box tree together that they may see and know and consider and understand together the hand of the Lord had done this. This gospel is real. And this gospel is designed to radiate out of the lives of those who have been redeemed with the savor of Christ, with the spirit of Christ. And when God works in His people, everybody knows it. We're interested in what God wants to do. Sometimes we may doubt, does God really want to work for me? Will God answer this prayer? Will God undertake for this circumstance? But when God speaks, it's done. All you have to do is consider Genesis 1-3. And the Lord said, let there be light. And there was light. There was light. Can you imagine trying to talk somebody out of the sun? Trying, trying to convince somebody that the sun does not exist? Well, that's saying, that would be ridiculous. We live by it. We need it. We operate by its light. It's there every day. There's not a thing we can do about it. And yet it's there because God said so. Anytime that we doubt that God wants to work, that, that God means what He says, all we have to do is look up in the sky and look at what God said. Look at what He said. God spake and there was light. And not was, but there still is because He upholdeth all things by the word of His power. All things. It's still there because God said so. And that's how God's works are. When God works in our life, God speaks and the thing is done. God wants to work in our lives in such a way that the victory is there, that people can see that victory. You couldn't talk anybody out of that. It would be ridiculous to try. There's not a thing that anybody can do to eliminate it. There's not a thing anybody could do uh, to make it go away, to stop shining. There will never be an invention to darken the sun. It will always be there. There's not a thing that man can say against it. God said it, and there it is. It's still there. And any time that we wonder whether God could really fulfill His Word that He spoke in our hearts, all we have to do is look at what God said. God said it, and it's there, and it's still there. Aren't you glad for the victory that He gives? And it's still there. He upholds the victory that He puts in our hearts. He follows through. He invites us to pray. But then He, he doesn't just hear. He goes to work in our heart. We don't have to doubt Him. We don't have to worry. He will uphold His Word. This, it was His idea. The Gospel was His plan. Putting the sun in the sky was His plan. And He upholds it. He makes it shine. He's the one that makes things operate. It's all upheld by the Word of His power. We thank God for the times that He has brought us out. 
The enemy can, can paint a dark picture sometimes, but the Lord knows how to bring us out. He knows how to, to uh, bring us out into a brighter day. He knows how to break every shackle. He knows how to uh, remove every shadow. He knows how to remove every barrier in our lives. God is able to do that. He just invites us to pray. If my people that are called by my name will seek my face, I will hear from heaven. And God will do a thing that is real in our lives. We'll have no doubt. We don't have to doubt and wonder about it. God will do uh, such a work in our life that we are absolutely convinced there's no room for doubt. There's no room for fear. There's no room for questions. I was reading a, a sermon of, of Sister Crawford. She was talking about a man in Tacoma, and maybe I had shared this uh, with you, but he had been praying, and the Lord had uh, been working in his life down at the place of prayer, and he got up and went and talked to her, and she, she said, you got through? He'd been praying to be saved, and she said, yeah, the Lord helped me, but I want the kind you got. And she said, uh, and she said, will you keep praying? God will give it to you. There will be no question. There'll be no room for doubts or anything else. God has a work like that to do that no one can question. No one can move out of your heart. You will know it. Everybody else will know it. That's the kind of a work God does that God invites us to pray that we can know the kind of a work He wants to do in our lives. All we have to do is look at what God has already said, what God already keeps working by His power as an object lesson of what God can do in our lives. God will do that today as we seek His face, as we look to Him. God will do a work in our lives that we know all about. Everybody else will know all about it. Let's stand and sing number 285.